One man, one mission, to equip the Church of Jesus Christ in the power of the Holy Spirit and awaken the Church to the voice of the Spirit. David Cuppet brings to you the School of the Holy Spirit from one of his many missions from around the world, where he aligns with apostolic leaders to eradicate spiritual blindness and reveal the true authority of believers in Christ to prophesy, heal the sick, raise the dead, and cleanse the lepers. Open your heart and get ready to receive all that the Holy Spirit has for you in this week's session of the School of the Holy Spirit. School is in session. All right. Good day to everybody. Glad you're with us here at School of the Holy Spirit. Uh, We've been doing a series called Wisdom-Filled Warriors that goes with a new book. I encourage you, if you don't have a copy, uh, go grab yourself a copy. And uh, if you haven't listened to all the podcasts on this series, uh, this is part 20. Um, We've been diving deep into the revelation of the equipping um, with your spiritual gifts uh, with the intent of wisdom and revelation and the, and the awakening of the Lord um, in the hearts of men to, to literally unveil the sons of God in this day and time, in this hour. And, uh, you know, the supernatural power of the Holy Spirit is literally in your hand. Jesus said the kingdom of heaven is in your hand, that you can reach it and you can give it in with your hands. Amen. And so, um, we've been talking through this equipping process and this relational dynamic and this absolute dependence with the Holy Spirit that is absolutely necessary for anybody um, who is going to call themselves a Christian in this day and age. Because if you're not all in um, and, and you're kind of tiptoeing on the fence, you're actually a victim. And, um, you know, you're not supposed to be a victim in the garden. You're supposed to be a warrior in the garden, right? Adam Adam was passive. He was tiptoeing. He was lollygagging. He was he was just he was along for the ride, so to speak. And he didn't have a warrior's heart like Jesus Christ did, right? We talked a lot about Jesus in Isaiah sixty three with this heart of vengeance and this revelation that he functioned in in absolute dependence of the Holy Spirit with an intent to crush the head of the serpent, right? He, he woke up daily with an intent to demonstrate the kingdom, to release the kingdom of heaven on earth, earth, the supernatural power of heaven dominating the darkness on the earth. And, uh, you know, John, John said in, in first John chapter three, he said that Christ came to destroy the works of the devil, right? And that the power of the prophetic, the release of the vision of the Lord on earth literally uproots, tears down, and destroys the evil intent while it builds and plants the kingdom in the hearts of men. And so, um, you know, we've we've jumped into a lot of encounter and and, uh, revealing of the demonic world here in the last few weeks. And I want to dig deeper um, on that topic because it's important, you know, at the end of the day, um, if you are following the Holy Spirit, you are going to be a deliverance minister. You are ministering deliverance to the captive. You are healing the brokenhearted. You are bringing sight to the blind. And that's the intent. If you if you see the vision of the Lord, He's not going to have you just sit in a pew for the next 30 years on Sunday morning. If you're in a relationship, He's going to lead you into the supernatural and learning to trust and, and follow him into the impossible place, right? The impossible place 
is where the Lord literally reveals himself and he does it through hearts that trust and rely on the seed. And so this supernatural power of the voice of heaven um, is a mainstay. Uh, but there's also a transition that we have to wrap our minds around that comes through experience as well as awareness. And uh, I want to I want to talk through some things today that are critical um, in the confrontation with darkness, because it's inevitable. If you are in the, the relationship with the Holy Spirit, you are going to have confrontation with the darkness, both in your own personal deliverance, as well as in the deliverance of the people around you. And, you know, we've talked about this onslaught of the demonic. And the reality is, most people don't discern that they are under the spell of something. They're, they're under the spell of um, the big picture, demonic picture uh, on, on a global scale and the message and the blindness that's intended for the masses, as well as the individual assignment that the, that the enemy has on our own independent lives. And I talked last time about the, um, the Lord bringing me into the battle with the the ruling spirit right the ephesians 6 12 um you know there's principalities powers rulers of darkness i talked about the ruler of darkness and the the uh the actual word um described the greek word described for the ruler of darkness is the word cosmos crater um, it's made up of two words, cosmos and crater. Crater, right, is the words of the the, the demonic, the, the, the voice of the demonic. Um, it's their kratos. It is, they are, when they speak these words, they have power in them if we believe them, if we accept them, right? And the word cosmos is uh, the reality that they paint, right? The the picture that they paint in your heart. And when they speak words to you, essentially the, the, the intent or the purpose of a ruling spirit working in your life is to paint a false reality, a false identity, a false dynamic. From an early age, people begin to believe and think they are something based on things that happen to them, you know, false perceptions, um, being abandoned, abused, broken—I mean, all that has um, a, a, a uh, an influence in this entity's voice that is trying to literally falsely define you or falsely identify you, put you in a cage, keep you from what you are becoming. Why? Uh, you know, you, you've heard me say this. You've heard me make this statement to you a thousand times. The devil is afraid of what you're about to become. The devil is literally afraid of the unveiling of the son and daughter of God, hearing the voice of God, becoming a wisdom-filled warrior, and releasing the supernatural power of the vengeance in the heart of Christ, which is to cast out devils, heal the sick, raise the dead, right? The devil is afraid of you becoming that. And so he will do everything possible to keep you deceived to keep you in the dark. And um, I think I've mentioned this a couple times, but um, there's, a, there's a strong uh, connection in the revelation of, you know, the, the, the uh, movie Matrix. If you've never watched the movie Matrix, um, the awakening of Neo out of the deception where he thought he was alive, but he was actually basically a victim 
Um, there's a strong analogy of that, and it, it paints a good picture for you to wrap your mind around how how huge the the awakening is, how huge the born again experience really is to be when you begin to hear the voice of the Lord and He speaks these supernatural things, because there is an enemy. The things that the Lord speaks are to confront and deliver your, you from your enemy. And so I want to talk deeper about this because on a big picture, if you're listening to the news, if you're listening to, um, you know, popular music, if you're listening to stuff out of Hollywood on a routine basis that has a dark edge to it, um, there's, there is a spell coming from that stuff. And we're going to talk, uh, deeper about it but you know i gave you examples over the last few months about the intent of the evil um demonic powers working to deceive you as as an individual in on many fronts you're literally surrounded you're born into a world where the prince of the power of the air is by design intending to enslave and keep you um powerless ultimately that you would spend eternity with him instead of Jesus Christ. Okay. And so we gave the example of, you know, David and Goliath, the, 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 the name Goliath actually means soothsayer, mean, meaning the one who cast a spell. We talked about, you know, the supernatural power of a, of a fallen angel, um, mating with a woman in Genesis six and, you know, the creation of a Nephilim, a giant, um, that had superpowers that, dwelled in the demonic realm and and their witchcrafts that that they actually released upon the people and so when david faced a giant it wasn't because he was facing something that was just a big guy he was facing a demonically induced supernatural um force of the realm of witchcraft okay and and it's called a soothsayer it's called a um a a, a sorcerer so to speak. It's called one who um, literally when he speaks words, he puts a spell on the people. And we talked about how Saul and the army of Israel was shaking in fear on the mountain. But David, when he showed up in the anointing, he literally began to prophesy the word of the Lord against the evil, right? He spoke the word of God saying, no, this day the Lord God will take your head. He was prophesying the death of the sorcerer. He's prophesying the death of the one who releases the spell of witchcraft upon the people. Amen. And so, you know, it's a picture, guys. If you are in Christ Jesus, you are going to come become that guy, that gal, that supernatural force that learns the voice of God who leads you in the battle to destroy the sorcerer, to destroy the power of the spell of, of, of the soothsayer, okay? Um, but we have to be able to discern our enemy. And the reality is, the unfortunate reality is, is that most Christians, and even I'll say this, most spirit-filled Christians are not aware of how deep the deception and intent of the evil one to put a spell on you really is, okay? And granted, you know, I keep stressing the, your prayer life being foundational in this awakening. You know, your, your uh, relationship with the Holy Spirit and your prayer life in praying in tongues does things that are 
a thousand times more than what you could ever do and what you think you're supposed to do, what you think is the right thing. When you become Holy Spirit dependent, he literally, when you pray in tongues, he imparts and awakens you to an awareness, right? So, you know, there's a lot of things. I've had a lot of questions from people saying, how do you know that? That's not normal. Like, you know, that we don't, we're never taught that in, in church. Why not? And the reality is that, you know, the Lord reveals supernatural things, the secrets of the kingdom to those who love him in the secret place. Okay, so your prayer life is is key, right? If you don't have a prayer life, stop what you're doing and cry out to God for a prayer life in the Holy Ghost, okay? But I think, you know, it's so important in recognizing that there is an enemy and he has a plan to deceive you, your family, and your future generations to keep you in a powerless state, in a mindset of being more culture-centered than Holy Ghost centered. And that's an unfortunate reality. The reason the church is powerless is because most of the church fits more in with modern day culture than they do with the supernatural presence of the Holy Spirit. And it's evident when you start to talk and discover things that people accept or believe are normal, but then they find out, oh my gosh, that's sorcery. Oh my gosh, that's witchcraft. Oh my gosh, um, you know, that's divination. And I've been under the spell since I was born, or I, my forefathers, they believed this. And I, I, I was part of that deception. Um, and so I want to talk about, I want to dig deep into um, having your eye, the eyes of your heart open to recognize the powers that are around you that are coming from witchcraft, sorcery, and divination, okay? Because the Lord gives a very distinct command in Deuteronomy 18. He's, he's, and, he, and the context of this is, I'm sending you, I'm sending Joshua and the nation of Israel into the promised land, but you shall know this, you shall be so dedicated to me in following me, Right, following my my voice and 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 living your life separated unto me, that you will be able to discern um, me versus your enemy and literally run from your and be be not not run in fear but be segregated from your enemies, right? Because if the enemy can have any influence in you and any. Um, pull on your heart, then that influence literally not only erodes your power from the Holy Spirit, it actually makes it be, makes you closer and closer to becoming spiritually blind again. And a lot of you listening, you're saying, well, I don't see visions. I don't see dreams. I don't see these things. Well, I'll, I'll guarantee this. After 20 years of, of doing deliverance ministry, the correlation between the presence of demonic powers and curses working in people's lives and not being able to see the vision of the Lord is directly associated with it. So um, I'm going to say some things that are probably going to um, elicit a response in you 
that you have to realize probably isn't just you. It's the demonic powers that are assigned to keep you deaf, dumb, and blind in the spirit. So if you begin to feel angry, if you begin to feel so irritated, you literally want to kill somebody as I'm talking about this stuff, I caution you, don't turn it off and don't run away from what I'm saying. Instead, you start commanding that demonic thing to leave you. And you watch what the Lord does to you, because I'm going to tell you some stories. They're going to make, um, it, they're going to make your skin crawl. Okay, they're going to make you like, oh my gosh, why couldn't I see that? But a lot of you right now are dealing with fear, anxiety, um, despair, hopelessness. You're dealing with thoughts that are demonic, and you've been deceived into thinking they're you, but it's a, it's a product of the demonic world, and so. It's this is so important in this hour because cult, the culture in America has become littered with witchcraft. It the, the normal uh, mainstream culture is littered with witchcraft, and I'm going to try to walk you through and help expose some of that here in a minute. But the command of the Lord before they went in to own the promise to own what the seed said they are going to do. And I'm telling you this because some of you have received prophecies and they've been held up. They haven't manifested yet. They haven't come to fruition. And it's because you haven't fought your battle to literally crush the head of the serpent that has worked to deceive and blind you. Because this scripture still holds true today. And this is before you become the promise, before you wrap your mind and hold on to the promise, know this is is the word of the Lord. Deuteronomy 18, starting with verse 9. When you come into the land, when you come into the promise, the vision of God, which the Lord your God is giving you, you shall not learn to follow the abominations of those nations. You shall not become part of the culture. You shall not just think you're going to worship me in worship the evil and listen to the demonic voice and the spell of the evil. That's what he's saying here, guys. There shall not be found among you anyone who makes his son or daughter pass through the fire. What's he talking about here? He's talking about witchcraft rituals. He's talking about being part of a Harry Potter ritual that appears to be just an innocent thing in a book. But the reality is it's actually a witchcraft spell that puts your daughters and sons and even you in spiritual slavery, slavery and blindness. Okay. Or one who practices witchcraft, a soothsayer or one who interprets omens, a sorcerer or one who conjures up spells, a medium, a separatist or one who calls up the dead. Okay. Necromancy, speaking to the dead, Ouija boards and things like that, you know, things where you're actually tricked into singing music that was conjured up by a witch. Okay, just as there are spiritual songs led by the Holy Spirit, there are demonic songs conjured up by rock, rock music, by by rap music. And we'll get into that here in a minute. But if you sing them, even innocently, you let your you literally become a, a, you know the ink the iscus declaration out of your mouth your heart is aligning as those words come out of your mouth so if in one hand you're singing demonic music and on the other hand you think you have a prophecy that you're trying to hold on to and become guess what you're actually 
you're living in two worlds. You're living, you're actually empowering the Holy Spirit if you speak the prophecy spoken to you, but the iscus power you are releasing in the demonic world, if you sing a song that was conjured up by a witch, you're actually invoking the spell of the soothsayer, the witch, the sorcery. Are you with me? Amen. And so being able to recognize the demonic world is extremely important because the Lord actually says, don't practice this. There is no place in my kingdom for Satan and his witchery, Satan and his sorcery and his soothsaying, right? He goes, I am the one true God. I am Jesus Christ. I am the way, the truth, and the life. There is no other. There is no tolerance for any other. There is no um, conceptual acceptance of the witches, of the warlocks, of the practices they do to put spells on people, the sexual rituals, the enslavement of children and and um, the, the sex slave industry and all of that stuff is a work of 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 witches of, of of the satanic realm. Okay, the intent to literally enslave people in the the power of the spell. Okay? And so we're going to talk through some of these and like I said, if you start, if you're feeling angry, if you're, if you're mad, if you think that, uh, you know, there's, there's something going on, I'm, I'm, you know, we'll, we'll pray at the end, but do not walk away from this because your deliverance is imminent. Okay. It's actually the presence of the revelation that you're in a war as your enemy recognizes its time is short. Then you become, you know, I've cast devils out of people who, who've been, you know, in, in soothsayer, subject to soothsayer, subject to mediums, subject to having their palms read. And um, the pattern is they get extremely violent as that demon knows its time is short when it's going to be driven out of a person. So if you are beginning to feel angry as I'm talking about this, do not turn this off. And because we're going to pray at the end. Okay. All right. So I'm just going to I'm going to give you some examples of witchcraft, divination and sorcery. We're going to talk about each of them and um, then we're going to pray. OK, so which what is witchcraft? So examples of witchcraft are hypnosis. You know, a lot of people are taken back. They think that hypnosis is just some medical uh, practice or something that their therapist uh, does to try to, you know, make them feel better. And hey, demon, demons are, are tricky. They actually when when you open your soul up to hypnosis um, and the world of the, the the spirit world, the demonic will actually make you feel good for a time, and then it it just gets a deeper grip on on your soul. Okay, so hypnosis is is you actually willing to be um, exposed to it. Uh, levitation, um, you know. The, you know, there, there's there's common witchcraft rituals and spells that involve levitation. Um, and I've even seen young people, you know, teenagers think that they were, you know, they're at some slumber party or something um, in their early teens. And they start, somebody has this chant that they learn from a from an aunt who's a witch or something. And the next thing you know, they've got two fingers on a person laying on the ground and they're saying this chant and a child literally levitates off the ground. And I'm not making this stuff up. That's real. I've, I've cast demons out of people that came because of this 
particular problem, okay? So levitation, if, if you've ever been involved in parties or things where levitation um, were involved, that's witchcraft. And the Lord says no, okay? Uh, perikinesis, telekinesis, these are different uh, mind uh, type of uh you know, abilities along with astral projection. It's literally the ability to project your spirit. It's a, it's a, it's a witchcraft element. Okay. Um, warlocks who, who grow witches and warlocks who grow strong in the demonic have the ability to project their spirit into people's houses to cause torment, to shape shift. Um, I've been on the Navajo Res Indian Reservation and some other reservations where they talk about the uh, witch doctors possessing such demonic abilities that they shapeshift and can project their spirit into people's houses and cause all sorts of problems. It's real, guys. And if you're dealing with anything like that, or if you've practiced that, that's witchcraft. We got to deal with it. Okay. Um, examples of divination. Okay. Um, Practicing uh, horoscopes. Horoscopes are littered throughout the culture, right? You think it's innocent, but a horoscope is actually a demonic prophecy. It is. It literally is a demonic prophecy over your life that when you believe it, it has more power in your life than the, the voice of God, the prophecy, the dream, and the vision of the Lord, Okay. Jesus says, as you are in your heart, as you believe, so shall it be. And if you are believing a horoscope for your future, for your expected next month and weeks and years, guess what? You're, you are a devil worshiper. You are practicing witchcraft, okay? Mediums, right? Mediums. And fortune tellers, um, literally, you know, doing palm reading and and uh, tarot cards and things of that nature, where you know tea leaves and and uh, you know numerology, um, different types of handwriting, crystal balls. These are all forms of witchcraft. Literally, it's a pimping of the prophetic gift. Okay. Um, and your prophetic gift that the Lord actually says in the book of Romans, gifts and calls are without repentance, right? So your gift is present. It's locked inside of you. If you've never used it, you know, that doesn't mean it's not there. You have gifts. And if your prophetic gift, if you get pulled into the demonic realm under the spirit of witchcraft and divination and sorcery, your prophetic gift will be awakened and you will be able to... Um, see demonic visions, see demonic things that when you speak them, you are releasing demonic Kratos power over the people. You are putting a, you are functioning as a soothsayer, a, a one who is putting a spell on the people. Okay. That's, that's what a medium, that's what a, a fortune teller is. You are actually speaking demonic Kratos power over the people and getting them to believe what the demons are speaking about their life instead of what the Holy Spirit is saying about their life. Okay, this stuff's real. And um, if you've ever been, I mean, I've cast a lot of demons out of people that, you know, innocently, uh, they're out with a group of girls or whatever, uh, you know, drinking, whatever, they, they decide uh, we're all going to a fortune teller. We're all going to... Um, you know, 
to 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 the person who reads crystal balls guess what they re- they released a demonic prophecy over your life and that that demonic prophecy that curse needs to be broken and we'll we'll you know we're going to pray here in a, in a minute but it's real sorcery you know examples of sorcery that are littered throughout um basically accepted practice are things like Ouija boards. You know, an Ouija board is, um, you know, a witchcraft practice of basically uh, calling on demonic powers to direct people's lives, right? It's, um, you know, it, it literally is an embrace of the demonic world to map out a person's future, okay? And it's real. And, you know, I'll tell you a story about an Ouija, uh, about a Ouija board, okay? Um, I was doing a youth camp one year, and the Lord woke me up one morning, and He says, uh, today we're going to deal with witchcraft, and um, He gave me a few things He wanted me to ask the kids about. So I, so I read that scripture that I read you guys in Deuteronomy um, 18, um, and I said, is there anybody here that practices uh, witchcraft or uses a Ouija board? Um, and I didn't know how pointed and telling this word of knowledge was from the Lord. But when, you know, I've got like 40, 50 teenage young men and over 40 of them raise their hand and say, yeah, so-and-so bought a Ouija board and some wild things happen. And the next thing you know, we all just started playing, playing Ouija board. I said, really? And then one kid speaks up and he's weeping, he's crying. He goes, I, I saw a demon in my room. Um, it comes every night since I played Ouija board. And another kid, another kid starts, starts, you know, disclosing the same type of information. And it just, it was one after the next of how these spirits now literally took ownership or assignment against these kids because these kids innocently, you know, started playing this Ouija board and opened their souls up to the demonic. Okay, these are Christian kids grew up growing up in church, um, and you know, at the end of the day, I found out that actually one of the parents bought a group of kids the Ouija board, and I had a I had a confrontation with the parents later. That ultimately ended good with with repentance and deliverance for that family, but you know, as I'm asking these kids at this youth event about this Ouija board, and you know, kids are coming clean, they're starting to cry, they're trembling. Some of them are talking about these demonic visitations. You know, their bed shaking at night, um, severe anxiety. Um, so, guess what? We started to pray. And it was it, it was a wild, wild morning at youth camp. Let's put it that way. All right. For two hours, for the next two hours, we were casting demons out of these kids. And we saw supernatural things. We saw we saw one kid started hissing like a cat, started manifesting and trying to claw me. Um, we had a we had a a, a kid uh, literally fall to the ground and start slithering across the floor like a snake okay 
And I mean, I could go on forever talking about what I've seen and and the, the the aspect of deliverance ministry that when you start confronting this demonic stuff, um, how it manifests. Um, but at the end of the day, guys, you know, at the end of two hour a two hour you know casting out demon session, these kids literally are shaking in the presence of the Holy Spirit, and they now know that they know that they know that. Just as real is the Holy Spirit, so is the demonic world. And if you open yourself up to these things that I'm that I'm listing for you, um, your torment, your deception, the lies that you are listening to, the 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 shaking in fear that these kids describe at night because they played this Ouija board, is a real thing. And so um, I caution you: don't take this lightly. Okay. Um, other things that are examples of sorcery, rosary beads. Um, <laughs> and well, I mean, I've got other examples. I'll talk about Catholicism maybe in the next few sessions. But the practice of rosary beads, um, thinking that, you know, you're actually going through a sequence on a, on a uh, rope, so to speak. That's what witches do. That's a, that's a witchcraft practice. Okay. And the only thing that can wash you clean is the blood of Jesus. You can't repeat a, a uh, Hail Mary full, full of grace, blessed art thou among women, and all, however that Catholicism prayer goes. Um, the use of rosary beads, it, there's, I, I can guarantee you, I've done enough deliverance that there is a demonic spirit guide that if you are practicing rosary beads every day, there is a demonic spirit guide um, that whispers in your ear constantly. Okay. Um, other examples, uh, you know, which the, you know, blood candles, um, crystals, birthstones, Zodiac charms, um, Kachina dolls. Okay. Um, it's not uncommon for witches to put curses on certain types of things that are used in their ceremonies. Um, you know, a Kachina doll is a certain type of doll that uh, on the Indian reservations, particularly in the Southwest, witch doctors actually put curses on these Kachina dolls. And then innocent, you know, innocent people, innocent uh, people coming to the reservation to visit, to look at all the stores and take some trinkets home, especially when you buy these things for your kids, just like uh, dream catchers. Okay, same thing. These witch doctors literally put curses on these things you bring them into your home and guess what the next thing you know your kids are screaming at you know bloody murder in the middle of the night because of a demonic dream um and crazy things happen okay um bad things happen at when you open yourself up to to um objects that are cursed um you know this is a huge subject. You could spend a lot of time on it, but you know you should research different. Um, if you travel a lot and if you buy trinkets from different places, or um, you know, you know, like dream catchers, or or um, you know, crooked, uh, you know, witches in Africa use basically a crooked cane, um, and. Um, they use they use that to cast spells in some witchcraft communities in in Africa, and I've seen people buy 
these on their mission trips in Africa and they come back and they've got this object in their home which is actually cursed in a witchcraft ceremony so it has demonic powers connected to it and then they don't know why things are going so bad in their home okay so spiritual house cleaning is a real thing okay and i'm going to talk about um music here in a minute um but you know the con the concept of discerning uh the evil in your in your house or or in your life is a real thing okay and there's there's actually th you know what i'll call three major platforms that you need to discern if there are spells being spoken over you or you are aligning your heart and actually speaking the spell innocently through singing singing songs or or watching certain tv shows or or um you know movies that it, it's real okay and I'll, I'll talk through some of this i'll give you some examples um you know there, there's actually three main platforms three pulpits of sorcery in america right now um, and they're all aligning. They all, they all follow the same source or the same driver, the same entity driving them all. And that is the media, government, and entertainment, Hollywood. Okay, let's just uh, talk about government. Okay, and for those of you who've studied this a little bit, you know, conspiracy theory um, with the Illuminati and government. Um, I don't want to get like full-blown conspiracy theory on you, but it's real, right? If you know the Illuminati, the, the Mason um, hand gestures, uh, body positions, um, you know, the all-seeing eye, uh, the number 666, the, the hand, the half hand in the coat, um, the, the OK sign, which is the, you know, the upside-down all-seeing eye, um, you know, these signs are littered throughout our government. And if you watch, if you, if you watch, you know, the con Congress on the floor, periodically you will see people with, you know, their hand half in their coat giving a sign. It is time for a certain thing to be spoken. Um, you know, you will see the all-seeing eye. You, you will see these different symbols. Um, and let me just ask you this about the news, okay? How many of you over the last two years you watch the news and you literally are so distraught and so fearful and afraid, um, so manipulated when you, I mean, it's like, why did you turn on the news? Well, I got news for you. They're, they're the mantra that they continually beat in your head. They're not, they're not speaking news to you. They're not speaking information. They're actually taking a half-truth and putting their propaganda spin on it. And they're releasing a spell. They're releasing fear, right? The vast majority of the people who have gone out and gotten the vaccine for the coronavirus um, is because they've been coerced into thinking it, they're afraid and they're going to die. And the reality is the, the virus is real. But if you study the numbers, guys, I mean, let's look at the numbers. A 99.998 survival rate is not a pandemic. The spin that they put on it is the, it is the, the sorcery. It is the intent to induce fear on the people using a half-truth, right? I talked to you about the slave girl in, in Acts 16. 
several months ago. And the, the, the slave girl was speaking a truth to Paul, but it was with an intent to control Paul. And that, that was called divination, the spirit of Python. It constricts people, right? And so, you know, using Rona, the, the Rona virus as, a, as an example, the flu in an average year produces a certain number of deaths. If you look at deaths caused by the flu, versus the coronavirus over the last 10 years they're all it's the same it's not like there's this huge spike listen guys this isn't like the black death this isn't like the spanish flu where one out of three people died on the streets okay this isn't this isn't a true pandemic they're they're taking a half truth and inducing fear in people to get them to take a shot and you know i could talk about the shot all day long um, but that's a different topic um, I just want to, I'm trying to reveal to you that they take half truths and put their spin on it. And that's why if you become sensitive to the Holy Spirit, that's why you listen to the news for five or 10 minutes and you've got this ooze on you. You've got the, you, you've got this heaviness draping on you. You've got this fear that literally you've exposed yourself to. Okay. And I, I, I mean, I'll flat out tell you, I do not expose myself to the news and I do not expose myself to um, the demonic things spoken by uh, government leaders who have a, an Illuminati Masonic agenda to enslave the, the people okay and those two pulpits the media and the government um, are also aligned in Hollywood and you know Hollywood if you study Hollywood, you know, there's a whole lot of uh, information you can find on Hollywood. Unfortunately, there's a lot of people that you, they're like, you know what? I just, you know, I, I can't be separated from this stuff. I just, I want to be part of it. And you know what? That's your decision. But um, I'll tell you what, don't come crying to me looking for help um, if you're not willing to sever yourself from the source of the soothsayer from the source of sorcery that continues to bombard you. And what I mean by this is this, okay? Um, the majority of Hollywood leaders and film producers, along with the major actors that produce these films, um, they participate and are members of satanic cults and, and different um, Kabbalah uh, type of organizations where... You know, they participate in the rituals. In order to get cast in certain movies, you have to be so high on the totem pole, so to speak, um, in doing rituals and sacrifices. And um, if you watch enough of this stuff, you pick up on it pretty quick of what they're doing in some of these TV shows. Um, you know, they're actually releasing a spell on the people. People come out. I can't tell you. I mean, I've cast demons out of people who went to see a horror movie and you know, weeks and months later, they're still shaking at night in fear because a demon visits them at night. Okay. It's a real thing. You open yourself up to sorcery and the, the spell of witchcraft coming upon you. Guess what? Um, you know, it's one thing to bring a person to deliverance. It's a whole other thing for a person um, to make a decision that they need the discernment of the Holy Spirit on what is clean entertainment versus what is satanic in nature and designed to put a spell on you. Okay. Um, 
you know, you can get into some of the obvious things like the Harry Potter movies. Um, you know, that's like in your face, right? That that's that's the real thing that's in your face. Um, but you know, then you get into things, you know, like uh, like like movies. Or I'm sorry. Let, let's talk about music. Um, if if you get into uh, you know into music, um, you know you can actually begin to learn really quick that these major singers are actually um, leading a satanic ritual on a stage. Okay, um, you know. Lady Gaga, let's just, I mean, born this way, she's actually prophesying a demonic prophecy of the, 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 um, the gay movement or, or, you know, I don't, I don't know what you want to, want to call it, but, um, you know, bisexuality and it's okay. You were born this way. Um, and you have an entire generation and, uh, that, that didn't exist 20 years ago, you know, you know, the, 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 the number of gays, the number of openly practicing homosexuals has skyrocketed in the last five plus years and under the Obama administration who openly um, accepted and, and started to um, openly accept in, in the American pulpit, so to speak, uh, homosexuality as a normal thing. Well, guess what? It's not normal for the Lord. The Lord says it's an abomination. The Lord says homosexuality is evidence of you being given over to a debased mind. Okay? And when you got singers like Lady Gaga, um, you know, prophesying basically the demonic prophecy of the coming homosexuality movement and the embrace culturally, it's a, it's a big deal. And you've got to realize what you and your kids are being subject to. Um, I mean, I'll give you another one. Uh, Dark Horse um, by, by uh, um, you know, dark, the, the, the song Dark Horse by Katy Perry. Um, you know, that's a satanic ritual that, that they did on stage in the middle of an MTV event. Okay. Um, it, it induced a demonic power and induced a spell upon the people. Um, you can get into other songs, like older songs, like Hotel California by the Eagles. Um, you can talk about, uh, you know, the Rolling Stones singing Sympathy for the Devil, okay? You know, this stuff pops on in the, in the, in the uh, you know, on the radio. This stuff pops on in the, in the stores. Um, whenever you innocently begin to sing along, guess what? You induce the iscus power that the Lord gives you in your heart. The Lord is the Lord will not overpower your will. The Lord actually, in the way this is all set up in the garden, you're a warrior in the garden. He's actually a heart that will willfully not only receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit and have access to heaven, but your heart has to willfully choose God. You have to, as you become aware of the deception around you, you literally have to turn right? Paul said we are ambassadors, we are sojourners, we are pilgrims, we, are, we don't actually belong in this place, but we are in it and we have to discern what we are exposed to. We have to discern the slave girl speaking to us. We have to discern the soothsayer named Goliath releasing a spell over us. And if we willingly 
begin to sing along, we are releasing the power that the Lord grants us through our own will and our heart and our choice to either chase after the Lord or chase and allow the demonic to be part of me, part of my heart. And when I sing it, guess what? I invoke the, the deception and the brokenness of, and the heaviness and all of the, uh, the power of the enemy to deceive and captivate my heart. When the Lord is saying, no, I want your heart. I want a pure heart. I will make your heart pure if you trust after me, if you follow me, if you hunt me with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul. Amen. And so, you know, I've taught this many times. I've taught this in living rooms with 30 people. I've taught this in churches with 100 people. Hundreds, several hundred people. Um, I've taught this. I've taught these concepts in doing deliverance with five or ten people, or even individuals. Okay, and guess what? The response is always the same. The impact is always the same. When I start to identify things in people, you know, I, I'll I'll give you one example. I was doing this in Parkersburg, West Virginia, uh, probably about seven or eight years ago. And I started to talk about all these things. I started to talk about music and I gave some different examples of, you know, witchcraft in music and people who sing, who, who have sung along and one person falls to the ground and she starts to scream, this demon starts screaming out of her. And I kid you not, in 10 minutes, I had over 25 people on their knees casting demons out of people who the Lord was delivering from the demonic music that they embraced, the the, the, the demonic uh, culture that they uh, were were part of, um, and just seeing just supernatural wild things on how the Lord was delivering people as the Lord was making them aware of the deception that they allowed their heart to get into and repentance as they begin to repent and we are casting demons out of these people. Um, you see amazing supernatural things, things that if you've never seen deliverance, let me tell you, when the demon starts realizing that it's home, it's your, your soul is no longer going to be its home and it starts to go wild and crazy. I mean, I've, I've had demons look, look me in the face and say, I'm going to kill you. I am going to, I, I, know your, I know your wife and children. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Um, threatening me, intimidating me. Um, but guess what? That's all, they're all lies. Those are all lies from the demon. They only have power in areas that I give them. And I choose not to give any demonic entity right to my soul through media, through, uh, you know, media propaganda, news propaganda, through government lies, and especially through Hollywood that is littered with satanic cults and um, releasing spells on you in your innocence, thinking you're just being entertained. And they've actually grabbed your heart. They've actually made made you powerless um, or limited your view and ability um, to, to come into your calling through that stuff. I choose not to embrace any of it because I know what it is. I know it's lies. And I've cast hundreds and hundreds of demons out of people in miraculous deliverances where they fall to the ground. You're, you're commanding demons to come out. Um, you know, they're, they're throwing up 
There's green foam. I've seen I've seen people levitate. I've seen people uh, as we're casting demons, their eyes roll back in their heads. I've seen other voices and different different demons will come forward in the same person and threaten me like they're not coming out. Um, and I'm telling you, this is as real as you and I having a conversation right now. Demons are real, okay? And so, I just. Um, you know, I want to I want to leave you as before we begin to, begin to pray. Um, you know, you may you may say that this is an innocent thing and it's not that big a deal. And how am I going to be separated from culture? Listen, when the Lord is awakening you as a deliverer, you're going to go through things that you never thought you would ever go through. And I just encourage you because at the end of the day, it's are you going to follow the voice of God or aren't you? Okay, Saul, King Saul, shook on that mountain with his army. And they all shook because Saul shook, okay? And the reason Saul shook is he refused the call of God that was on his life. He refused the voice of God. And because of that, he was subject to the soothsayer's voice and the spell of the soothsayer. As Goliath spoke in that valley, it says the whole army shook in fear, okay? And it comes down to the relationship with the Holy Spirit. And, and Saul had an, had an option to follow what the Lord was saying or to fit in with the people and the culture, okay? And when, when Saul was instructed in 1 uh, Samuel 15 to go kill the Amalekites, do not let any one of them breathe. Do not let any one of them live. Zero, nada, zero, not one of them. Don't let anything demonic live. You know what the Amalekites were? They were Satan worshipers. They were absolute bona fide. Make your children walk through the fire, casting spells, seances, demons. Um, they They were the worst of the worst. And they actually hunted the nation of Israel. And the Lord awakened Saul to go kill them. He actually gave him authority to go kill them. Every one of them. And he could have, but he chose to leave King Agag and the best of the cattle alive. Guess what happened? The prophet Samuel came. He says, what is this bleeding of sheep I hear in my ear? And why is King Agag standing in front of me? He should be dead. And Paul began, or I'm sorry, Saul began to give excuse after excuse of why he refused to obey the voice of God. And Samuel said this in First. Uh, Samuel fifteen twenty three. he says, For rebellion is the sin of witchcraft, and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. What does that mean? It means you have a choice. You have a free will in your heart. And when you begin to hear the Lord and you become sensitive to the discernment that he grants you to recognize as this whole hour that I spent with you guys is a, is a gift of discernment. It is a revelation that, oh my gosh, I've been tricked by a soothsayer. I've been tricked into letting something live that should be killed. The Lord is actually commanding me to kill the mediums in my life, to kill the seances in my life, to kill the the Ouija board in my life, to kill the entertainment that puts a spell on me in my life, to actually kill it. And guess what? You know what? Because Saul chose not to kill King Agag and everything living in the satanic realm, okay? The prophet, or the prophet Samuel shows up. He literally sliced the neck of Agag in front of of um, in front of uh, 
Saul because he wouldn't do it himself. He, the, the prophet did it. The prophet killed what was evil. Okay, The prophet killed the very thing that was enslaving a nation. And so the prophet did what the king would refuse to, to do. Okay? That's important because the next thing that happened, you know, Saul starts to beg for mercy. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. And he reached out. It says he grabbed um, the garment of Samuel and it tore, it ripped. And, and Samuel turns around and says, guess what, Saul? Just as you see the tearing away of my garment, so has your kingdom been torn away from you. This day, the Lord literally has separated himself from you because you have chosen not to separate yourself from the demonic, not to separate yourself from the witchcraft and the popularity of the people. Okay, this is a real deal, guys. Your decision to turn from evil, to literally recognize that it is out to kill you. That what looks innocent and is just entertainment, it's just sing-along songs, is out to kill you. And before you sing another one, before you go and subject yourself to a two-hour movie, before you um, you know, do any of these things, you should discern in your prayer life with the Holy Spirit and get peace in your heart about where you're going, what you're doing, and, and everything about it. That's the will of God that he gives that he gives man to make the decision and the choice to follow the Holy Spirit after you are awakened and baptized in the Holy Ghost, right? Who killed the soothsayer? David, the one who said, I don't need your, um, your, your armor, Saul. I don't need what you clothe me in. I don't need your appearance. I don't need your kingdom. I don't need your nation. I don't need anything about you. I have the Holy Ghost. Literally, are you hearing me, guys? I have the Holy Spirit. I have the voice of God and I will follow him onto the battlefield. And on that battlefield, I will prophesy the word of the Lord and the head of the soothsayer will be given to me in my hand. That is my prophecy. And not only the head of the soothsayer, but the entire Philistine army will be chased down and beheaded when I prophesy. Okay, guys, that's a, that's a warrior mentality. That is a warrior in the garden. And let me tell you, this place, this earth is a garden. You are in a war. Whether you choose to believe it or not, you are in a war. And you better, as you are baptized in the Holy Ghost and you are searching out the Lord, you are searching out truth, you better turn from evil when, when you are awakened to it. Because once you accept it, once you tolerate it, I mean, there there's grace given to people. But I've seen people... Um, be turned away by the Lord for, for a decade as they go out and literally um, are, are, are the, uh, you know, the, the, the people that, that, you know, spend five years in absolute disgust and, and, and brokenness until they are broken and they come crying, come crawling back to receive the Holy Spirit, okay? And so I just encourage you guys, um, we're going to pray here in a minute, but you've got to decide in your heart that you're going to chase and hunt down your Holy Ghost with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul, um, that you are not going to continue to subject yourself um, willingly or even in a deceiving manner. I mean, when I when my wife and I started getting awakened to this, dude, we literally I mean, we had movies, um, we had, um, you know, records. CDs. This is, you know, back in, you know, 20 years ago, 
or 15, 16 years ago now, when I was baptized in the Holy Ghost, I mean, we literally cleaned out um, trash cans full of stuff, old CDs, old rock music, old stuff that I used to sing along. And I mean, I don't, I don't listen to any rock music. I don't listen to secular stuff. I just don't subject myself to it. I can't afford to. I can't afford to render myself powerless because I'd rather be entertained by a culture that I know is demonic. That's, that's actually convoluted. Okay. So I encourage you to study the rock music, study the, the, uh, the rap music. Rap music is littered with the demonic rap music is as bad as rock music was back in, in the eighties and nineties. Okay. Rock music was the platform for witchcraft and the demonic. And today it's, it's rap music. Okay. So let's just pray. Lord, I just release a grace right now for people to renounce everything that was discussed today that they that there was they had an unction in their heart saying oh my gosh i've done that oh my gosh i've done that um lord i just release a grace for repentance and i take authority lord over every demonic power over every um entity that has taken root in the soul of men and women lord took advantage of their innocence tricked them and deceived them into becoming culture driven and not Holy Spirit driven. I just take authority over that power um, and I command them to go right now in Jesus' name. Come on, guys, I'm going to end this here in a minute, but you need to, if, if some of you right now are probably feeling this, this, you know, just this kicking. Some of you feel things in your belly. I felt uh, de demons kick inside of people. I've uh, felt things crawl underneath people's skin. Um, if that's you, you've got to keep commanding this thing to come out even when I uh, stop this session. But um, you've got to get this thing out. You've got to wage war against this thing. So in the name of Jesus, I command um, every demonic power uh, lurking behind curses that uh, were released in their family bloodline, curses that were um, self-induced by singing along, by doing uh, witchcraft and sorcery and divination practices, by going to mediums, by going to have tarot card readings, by going to have palm readings. I just command those demonic powers that came in through those activities to come out right now in the name of Jesus. I command you to go in the name of Jesus. I release a grace to renounce them now. And I decree that, that the Lord is releasing a, sever, a severance, a, 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 a ransom into your life that you would no longer have to pay for those acts of 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 witchcraft those acts of sorcery and divination that the ransom of the lord is being released in your life and you are being made free right now in the name of jesus i command every demonic power every spirit of divination every form of sorcery every every guiding spirit every familiar spirit that has been attached to any of these these practices. I command you to go. I command you to come out. Go right now in the name of Jesus. Come on, guys. Come on, pray with me. Come out in Jesus' name. Come out in the name of Jesus. I command every evil thing, every generational curse, go in Jesus' name. Every I command sorcery to come out in the name of Jesus. I command divination, come out in Jesus' name. I command every spirit guide, come out. Come out in the name of Jesus. Come out in the name of Jesus. I command you to go in the name of Jesus. All right, guys, I'm going to wrap this up, but I encourage you keep praying, keep casting these things out 
and bring repentance in prayer with the Lord in your prayer time. And the Lord, just as the Lord began to reveal to me the ruler of darkness, that spirit that I talked about last time that appeared beside my bed, the Holy Spirit is going to lead many of you in this, the same types of supernatural deliverance. Amen. Because the devil is afraid of a person who gives their whole heart to Christ. The devil is afraid. He actually shakes in his boots at somebody who's going to give the Lord their whole heart and turn from an evil culture that has deceived them. So I just release that grace upon you guys. I release encouragement. And if anybody wants to email me, um, if you need special prayer, um, I'd be glad to help you. And, and um, I'd, I'd even be glad to come to your area to do to do supernatural deliverance and healing events. Um, and so, guys, I just I just encourage you pray like your life and your your children's life depends on it because it does. Amen. You are a warrior in a garden, not a gardener in the war. All right, guys, have a have a great week. Have an amazing week. Um, pray. Uh, in this in the Holy Ghost and cast out devils. Amen. All right. See you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining this week's episode of the School of the Holy Spirit. For more information or to request David at your church or conference, please go to davidcuppet.org, D-A-V-I-D-C-U-P-P-E-T-T dot O-R-G, or fivestoneministries.org. You can also find the School of the Holy Spirit podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Charisma Magazine. For a deeper dive into the Holy Spirit, we encourage you to purchase David's new book entitled Wisdom-Filled Warriors, available on Amazon. We pray that you will encounter the Holy Spirit in a transforming way and become all that Christ has prophesied over your life.